Hey guys, welcome to Tesla Side Chats, episode 17. It has been a while since I've done an episode. Um, and as you know, a lot has been going on in the world, especially with the pandemic. And that's what I discussed last time. I discussed the COVID-19 effects of um, Tesla in Q1. Um, and as we saw, the delivery numbers were actually really, really awesome. Um, but today, April 29th, it is earnings day. So there's a lot. A lot of things swirling around um, in terms of speculation of how Tesla's future production for the rest of the year is going to be affected by COVID-19. Um, and, and just like the production numbers, delivery numbers, which of course ties to um, the net profit expectations for the year. With that said, um, I'm not going to talk numbers specifically because truthfully, I'm not really even sure about how um things are going to turn out but i do want to talk about um how critical fremont is and more importantly how tesla has taken the steps to deleverage um or de-risk de-risk itself from having only one plant in fremont so if you look at all of the SEC filings when it comes to the financial documents, it always talks about, you know, the risk and um, that the company has. And one of them is that they always call out is having one location to primarily manufacture cars. Uh, this has been a continued disclaimer in the SEC filings, but uh, things are a little bit different now. And mainly because we have... Um, kind of a decentralized but still vertically integrated manufacturing organization of Tesla. So just to recap, they have a assembly factory in, um, I believe it's the Netherlands. They have the Gigafactory in Nevada. They have the Gigafactory in Buffalo. And of course, they have Fremont. And of course, they have Gigafactory China. So... There's many benefits to that if we were operating in a normalized world um, in terms of cost savings and cost efficiencies. But now in a COVID-19 world where we, we saw essentially the virus shift hemispheres, um, it's a, it's a de-risk in operations, continued operations. So um Right now, I think for quarter two, Tesla is going to heavily, heavily depend on um, the East to crank out Model 3s and get the Model Y program up and running as soon as possible. This is going to be critical to offset the deliveries and production shortfalls from, I want to say, like, hopefully the first month of quarter two. Um but the great part is Tesla has not been kind of, you know, sitting on its hands uh, per se in, in regards to manufacturing efficiencies. And a lot of people have asked me, why do I say this? How can I say this when Tesla, uh, the Bay Area, has has a, uh, a stay-at-home order? Uh, so personally, I'm in New York, so I know that um, many, many people are working from home. They're probably not allowed to go on site. They'll get fined and all that good stuff. But the interesting part about Tesla manufacturing, having, having been to Fremont, a lot of efficiencies can be created via 
programming. Uh, the, the vast majority of Fremont, when I visited at least, was automated. Believe it or not, it was automated. There is a lot of manpower, yes, but for the most part, it's for things like final assembly, inspection, um, manning certain robots, but you really don't need a lot of humans to operate like a, the stamping machine that they have or to run a car through the, the paint shop, um, sort through panels and such. So they can do a lot of things remotely so that when things start to gradually come back online, they'll make up with it through through solid throughput. And more importantly, Tesla has been doing the right things in terms of um, expense management. So they, they're, uh, sadly, I mean, they, they furloughed the work, some of their workforce, which is, I think, uh, a necessary thing to do in this economy. Unfortunately, I've had to experience that in my own company. But um, they're still doing deliveries. It's in such a unique position to do deliveries. And I was actually talking to my friend who is an auto dealer. They are still doing deliveries also, but in a different fashion, in a more of a concierge style um, delivery system. So many people have been getting their Model Ys via contactless delivery, meaning somebody either drives to your home or... Um, you take delivery and you just remotely exchange paperwork by sliding it under a door or something like that. But, um, yeah, that's still happening. It's just the, the same amount of deliveries. It's just going to be spread out over a larger uh, span of time. Now, in terms of how I think Fremont's going to work out, I think what, what I would be doing if I were Tesla is when things are slowly coming back online, I would be stockpiling parts, uh, meaning cranking out as many panels as possible, receiving as many parts as possible, and then um, from there, until things get into full operation, I would be fully assembling cars. So essentially, what you're doing there is you're just shifting the the supply by like a week or two, um, fin finished supply, finished goods supply, by like a week or two, but you're still going to achieve the same throughput with less less headcount um, in the beginning. Uh, that That's kind of the way that I'm thinking about it because you want to do as much as you can with as few staff as you can um, as a necessity right now without sacrificing the total output. Uh, we will see how that is going to shake out in the earnings conference call tonight. I'm curious to know what the Tesla team has in mind for us um, and how they plan on executing things. But we're also talking about the same group of individuals who cobbled together ventilators out of Model 3 parts. Um, I just want to express like how thankful I am for that, but also how abnormal that is for a team to do. Uh, that is really, really difficult to do, in my opinion. And um, I think these guys are relentless. And one of the things that I'm hoping that's going to come out of this pandemic is you see all these articles on social media about how, oh, nature's destroying itself or, wow, there's no smog uh, because less people are driving. You know, we can have that in a normal world. I'm hoping people see that we can have a smog free environment in a normal world if everybody were to drive EVs, not just a Tesla, an EV. So... I'm hoping that's going to shake out, um, but 
again, that remains to be seen. And um, let's let's also talk about how Tesla is super unique in the sense that even in a pandemic, um, you can remotely service a vehicle via software update. This is uh, applicable to new product launches. As you know, whenever you buy the first kind of uh, production run of a vehicle, there's going to be quirks and features that are wrong with it. Um, so we see that with the Model Y hatch kind of not, you know, receding when it hits something or having like pinch protection or pressure protection that can probably be solved with a software update. So um, that's one of the unique advantages that Tesla has. And personally, um, I think that where they are now with Model Y, they are poised to win. So personally, I am not an SUV person, uh, but looking at the Y, uh, I, I like the proportions better on it. I really like that glass roof in the interior. And I placed an order for a Model Y. Um, so personally, that thing has got to me. I wasn't even looking. I have a Tesla already. I'm I'm not an SUV person, but it, it, it has me sold. So um, using myself as an anecdotal piece of evidence, I think it's going to do super well when people are doing their research online at home. Uh to look into their next car or replace a vehicle and in addition to that it's an electric vehicle so as you know you don't really have to maintain it um if you have a gas car you probably have to go out every couple days to start it to make sure it doesn't die not a problem with a tesla you have to get gas not a problem with a tesla obviously so um all the benefits are for an electric vehicle right now are uh really coming to light for for a lot of people so i'm hoping I'm hoping this certainly helps and helps the company, um, not the company, the industry catch up as a whole. So that's basically my thoughts. Uh, Tesla right now, I believe, is sitting in the 700-ish range. So we will see how it is after earnings. And I can't wait to do my next episode. Just hope everybody is staying safe and well. Um, if you want to go for a drive, if you have an S or an X, turn on that bioweapon defense mode to be extra safe <laughs> and uh, enjoy your cruise. And I will catch you guys on the next one.